Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. the word of God. For the next four, um, four or six Tuesdays, I'm sharing from this book, The Mega Church. All right? How many of you have the book? Okay. So, if it's possible, when you are coming on Tuesday, you bring it. We are just going to read it together. It's a Bible lesson, reading on Tuesdays. Amen. And I'm sharing on 25 reasons why we must have a mega church. Okay, somebody will ask, "Ah, but pastor, just after the church is full and overflowing, you are coming to, yes, that's it. Your guess is as good as mine. Just when the church is overflowing, Azile, it's good to see you. That's when we are coming to look at the mega church because... That's not the mega church we are looking for. What we saw on Sunday is great, but that's not, that's just the beginning of what we are looking for. That thing should be repeated here every Sunday. Repeated in Popomeni, repeated in Sweetwaters. Repeated in Woodlands, repeated on UKZ10 campus, repeated in Deban every Sunday. I mean, it should be that when we say Swollen Sunday, then Royal Showgrounds. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then it means we are going to Royal Showgrounds. Hallelujah. So I want, to, I want us to just discuss why we must have a mega church. Why is it so important to have a mega church? Or what's, why is it so good to have a mega church? So let's get into it. Page number three of the book, straight. We are going. Number one. We must have a mega church because it's the most appropriate vision and desire for the church. I said we must have a mega church. So 25 reasons. Reason number one, what is a mega church? A mega church is a big church. Amen. So, so that you don't get me wrong. Oh, mega church is a church that has a lot of fat people. Oh, no, no. A mega church is a big church. A church that is full, full everywhere, full in Popomeni, full in Sweetwaters, full in Woodlands, full here, full on UKZ campus, full in Deban, full everywhere. So why must we have churches that are full, centers that are full everywhere? Why? What is the reason? And I'm saying that the first reason is that it's the most appropriate vision that we can have as a church. There's no vision that is more appropriate than that. Why do I say so? We are a church. Why would we want to have a small church? Because there's there's no advantage of a small church. If you have been in a big church before, you will see that there's no advantage of a small church. 
A small church has no advantage over a big church. What do I mean? A church of maybe 20 people say, oh, pastor, but when we are 20, everybody knows everybody. And we are close to each other. And it's a small size, portable, we can fit anywhere and everywhere. But it's not an advantage over, yeah, we can fit everywhere and anywhere, you know, as the president said. <laughs> as the former president said, that all the continents can fit into, I mean, you can put it together and put it into Africa and it will still not be enough. Yeah, there will still be space. But that compared to a big church, in a big church, Let's say a church of a thousand people. Wow. You can have groups of 20. Right. Actually 50 of them. Which are knit together. That can fit anywhere. Can fit in your car. Can fit in your boot. Can fit in your pocket. Fit anywhere. If it's just fitting somewhere that is so important. You can have the choir. Even in the choir. You can have smaller groups. 20, 20, 20, 20. If the choir has 100 members. You can have five of 20s in the choir. So all the things that you think are advantages of a small group, you can have them in a big group. But the advantages of a big group, you can't have in a small group. A big church is better than... I mean, when you saw... You see, the choir that sang on Sunday, some of the people who were here for rehearsals didn't show up on Sunday to sing. Let's be serious. But the choir was still mega. It was massive. It was solid. Do you get Although people didn't come. Now, if it's a choir of seven people and three people don't show up, tell me the advantage. And always people don't show How many of you were not here on Sunday? Just, I mean, it's not like I'm trying to embarrass you or be fine. You were not here on Sunday. Who were, were you here? Okay, who was not here? I'm looking for you. As for you, I'm looking for you. Yes. You were not here. Joe, you were also not here. Azile, you were also not here. Do, 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 do you get it? But to be honest, your not being here was a blessing to us. <laughs> Just for once. Because we didn't know where we were going to let you sit. Do you get I mean, how can we tell Big Joe, sit on the floor? But the only space that was available was the floor. I mean, we can ask Azile to sit on there. But Big Joe, I mean, show some respect. Do, do, do you get it? But if it is a small church, small, 12 people, and one, two, three, four, you don't show up, the pastor will get a running stomach. Yeah. The pastor can't even preach powerfully because four out of 12 is 33% of the church. That's most of the church is gone. You understand? But the big church, I mean, when the choir was singing and they were moving, I said, wow, my God. Why can't this be our church every Sunday? Yeah. By a choir of seven people, four people don't show up. And all of them are sopranos. 
be happy. You will not be happy. But when it's a big church, oh, all things are possible. And as, as, as a church, is the most, when we say appropriate, it means it's the most fitting and perfect vision and dream that we must have to have a big church. It, that's no better dream to have. The Bible says in Proverbs 29, 18, that where there is no vision, the people perish. What it simply means is that your vision determines where you will go and how you will be. So when you don't have a vision, you are already set up for distraction. You are not going anywhere. And you see, there's no difference between the absence of a vision and a bad vision or a wrong vision. Because a wrong vision is also leading you to the wrong place. But when you have a good vision, then it will take you to the right place. And having a mega church, as a church, you see, it's like having a business. Your vision for your business is for it to get bigger and do well. And for us, the church is our business. For you and I, the church is our business. So why would we want it to be small? We will all want it to be big. We will all want it to grow with branches. You see, the problem last Sunday has posed for us is that we can't have swelling Sunday again. No, that's what it means. You are surprised. Because, I mean, if this is how we swelled up there, if we swell again, the first time we are swelling, so if we swell again, we need to close the road. And Asad, we don't have the power to close the road. You see, so we can't have swelling Sunday like that anymore. So perhaps going forward, swelling Sunday, the next swelling Sunday, everybody will have to swell up at their place. Yeah. Popomeni has to swell up in Popomeni. Sweet waters has to swell up in sweet waters. Woodlands has to swell up in woodlands. Apache has to swell up here. UKZ10 has to swell up at UKZ10. And we swell on the same day, then we do the numbers. Yeah. And it's a good vision to have. I mean, if we take UKZ and say we are about some 80 people in UKZ10, and we swell up once, and we maybe hit maybe 200, it's not bad. By the time we swell up about three times, we'll be talking about numbers that nobody has on university campus. We did the maths. The people from here who came on Sunday, they were 322, 25, 325, 327, something like that. So if, let's say, we do retention and you have about 300 people, then we give you a chance to swell up again. Very soon, you, even apart, you give us the same problem we had last. Last Sunday, then we now have to do the swelling Sunday in parts. Men's swelling Sunday and women's swelling Sunday. Yeah. First service, men's swelling Sunday. Then second service, women's swelling Sunday. Hey. It's too powerful. So when I look at it, I don't see any reason why you would want to have a small church and you want to be happy with a small church. Happy, I mean like a church with the numbers of the church is like lotto numbers. 
Luto numbers. <laughs> that are my chance. That are my millions. Yeah. 7, 14, 24. The lotto numbers end where? 90. Is that not so? Or 100? It ends where? Somewhere around the 50s. 49. Yeah, you used to stake lotto, you know. Yeah, I mean, the church attendance is like lotto numbers. We have to get out of that type of church. That is why we are talking about why. You see, once you want to have a mega church, I tell you, you will start doing the things that make you have a mega church. And I say, it's the most appropriate. Like you are in a relationship. The most appropriate vision to have in a relationship is to get married. If you don't have that as the vision of the relationship, the relationship is going nowhere. It's going uh, Pastor, we are just dating. Become a calendar. Become a calendar. Yeah, start 1st January, 2nd January, 4th January, 15th January. Uh, keep dating. You become a calendar. Yeah, if it's not your vision, then the relationship is useless. Nothing good will come out of it. Unwanted children, STDs, broken hearts. Oh, I mean, none of these are good things. So the best vision to have in a relationship is marriage. It's the same. I mean, if you are in the university and you don't have a vision of graduating, You know, Pastor, I really, really enjoy when, 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 when I join the SLC and, and we go on a toy toy. It's very, very, very powerful. I toy toy, I toy, toy for EFF and my, my roommate toy toys for Sasko. It's very powerful. Look, you are going nowhere to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I can show you a group that toy toys all the time. Stop university and join. They are called Kosatu. Just get a job at ShopRite and join Kosatu. You will get a chance to toy toy all your life. Yeah. Yeah. Don't waste resources in the university. Leave the space for other people who want to graduate. Because it's the most appropriate vision. To... Some people come to school, they want to be made. I, re- I remember a girl, she was in school. She wanted to be the most beautiful girl in school. I said, well, that's a very bad vision. And I can tell you, you are about four years away from matric, but you are going to fail. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, without apologies, you will fail. And, and I, I told her, I'm telling you, this prophecy will come to pass. Yeah. And it came to pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, her results from matric were like, as Alan said, binary numbers. One, two, one, two, two. It's like you are testing a mic. One, two, one, two. <laughs> testing mic. One, two, one, two. Simply because she did not have the right vision for being in school. So if you are here, you are in school, your vision, you have not written matric, your vision should be to enter university. I'm just going to that school and we'll see what will happen. We won't see what will happen. What we want to happen is you go to the university. We know 
know what should happen. We don't need to see. We don't need to figure it out now. We already know what should happen. We know that you must go to the university and that must be your vision. Hey, Pastor, I want this boy to notice me. Stupid. Take it out of, please take it out of the preaching. Just edit that part or leave it. Even leave it. Leave it. Because I put after that, take it out. So anybody who hears it will hear that I said, take it out. So that this boy will know, you are going to fail. You are going to be like the girl I'm talking about. That's it. But have a vision. I want to go to the university. Have the right vision. When you don't have the right vision for anything you do, you are set to fail. And I said, as a church, the right vision to have is to have a big church. So that anytime you walk into the church, you see 30. Yes, last week there was 20. When you walk into the church, you see 30. You are happy for a short time, but you say 30 is not a mega church. We need more. Yeah. I mean, we were 508 on Sunday. It's very powerful. But I'm looking for 1,000 members. Every day we are sharing the grace and our 1,000 members so we are 500 people short. Yeah, we are happy for this week. By Friday, we are looking for 1,000 members. Yeah, we are blessed, powerful, clap for Jesus. Now we are looking for 1,000 members. Yeah. That's all. We are looking for 1,000 members. So we get back to the job. Yeah. We get back to the job. And we come to Sweetwater's Popomeni. This time of doing church with 15 people, it, ha- it has passed. I mean, I'm being honest with you. It's time to reach out for something bigger. Yeah. And I feel that the grace of God is available to us in this season. So let's all press. You have a basenta, two people, three people. Look, it's time to have ten people. Ten people is better. Johnny, ten people is better than three people. Yeah. Sometimes I, hey, pastor, this, this member doesn't want to come to the basenta and come to church. You are complaining because you have only three members. If you have 44 members, one member saying, I don't want to come, he say, hey, you better come. If you don't come, don't come, you still move forward. Yeah. Because you have four members. But if we had 40 members, you will even even that person who's been tempted to say I won't come is afraid to say I won't come. Because when church members start saying those things, they are just looking for attention from they feel they are very major in the setup. So if I say I won't come, then the church will one of the things you can't threaten me with, me personally with, is church. Never. Church. God, did you see my name in the Bible? Am I the one who made that statement? I will build my church. It's Jesus who told Peter, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Since I didn't put that statement there and you didn't put it there, you can't threaten me with church. The person who put the statement is the one I'm waiting for to build his church. Not you, not me. So, so eh, I'll stop the church. Eh, wow. You, my, even my posture doesn't change. 
You come and see me in the office and I'll be sitting slanted like this. I'll stop. You see, you'll be surprised. Even if you talk for 10 minutes, you'll see in that 10 minutes, the way I'm sitting, that's the same way I'm sitting. I won't even move. Oh, okay. Eh. Wow. Powerful. God loves you and so do I. But when you have just three members, Leah, and one says, I'm leaving. And that's your praise and worship leader. And you and I, we can't do praise and worship. You see your legs start to shake. Oh, please, stay. Okay, I'll give you my car. Stay, please. What do you want? Do you want my children? I'll give you my children. We... Look, look at that. Look at that. Then church members just manipulate us but if we grow the church, oh, please. Nobody will be able to move us. That's why you must have that vision. It's not just the pastor, but all of us must have that vision that we are building a mega church and let us build it. We are building a mega church. When you have that vision, I have that vision. All our, the ne- even the next reason why we must have a mega church is that the vision for a mega church will lead you on a journey that brings a mega church. When you have that vision, it will take you on a journey to do the things that bring a mega church. If you see some churches have a vision of being a financial church, it leads them on a road. They do things in a certain way. Do you get it? Let's say, like, back to if your vision in school is to be the most popular person in school, it will make you do certain things so that you can be popular. When we were in high school, we had people that wanted to be popular. They would go home, bring their parents' cars, and come and, come and spin them on campus. I mean, they would spin and the whole school would gather. Yeah. And they spin the car to the point that the dust is so much you can't see the car anymore. The car is in the cloud. Yeah. They say, wow. Some people also come to school, they just want to run. I mean, run, do athletics. Yeah. One day I had a guy who were in school with him. Called him Barcelona. Look, when this guy is running, then the whole school be clapping. Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona. And we call him Barcelona because he went for the Barcelona Olympic Games. He ran at the Olympic Games. So after everything had settled, we went for a lecture. Then the, the lecturer asked a question. Then he said, Yeah, who can tell me? Then, strangely enough, I think the lecturer was just taking a chance. He pointed at him. Yeah, tell us. So, he, he has never been asked a question in class before. <laughs> so, he was wondering. He said, yes, you, Tofu. Get up and answer the question. The lecturer said, yes, you, Tofu. Get up and answer the question. So, then he got up. Then he started to stutter and stammer. The lecturer said, yes, you tofu. When your friends were busy studying, 
you were on the school field breaking unnecessary records which have nothing to do with you. Now answer the question. (laughs) Records which are older than you and have nothing to do with you. Because he came to the school, he broke records that were 2,500 meters. 200, 400 meters. 20 records which had been 24 years before he came. He came and break them. Okay. So let's, you are breaking records that have nothing to do. Now answer the question. Hey! <laughs> From that day, we all started to call him Tofu. <laughs> I can almost mention his real name through the microphone, but it's not appropriate. Yeah. But if you have those who had a vision that look, they have come to school, they want to go through to university, they also had a life. It mapped out a way for them. It mapped out a way for them. If we also want to have mega a mega church and mega churches all over the place, it will map up a way for us to do things. We will take Basenta seriously. We will take prayer seriously. We will take follow-up seriously. Even this subject of mega church, you will take it seriously. Yeah, hey, Pastor, if you have come to preach about the Holy Spirit moving in the atmosphere to be more, it's because of, I'm preaching because of my vision. Yeah, because I can preach a night. I was in Cape Coast last weekend. I preached a nice message. They were all clapping for me. I'm not trying to build a mega church in Cape Coast. I'm trying to build a mega church here. Yeah, I'm not trying that. That's somebody's building his mega churches. Church is already grown. There are tents outside. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to build a mega church. Hence, mega church. Simple. It will map up a way for you. You want your basenta to grow. What makes a basenta grow? Number one, prayer. You will start to pray. You will start to pray. It's not a social, it's not a fan club. It's not a fan club. It's a spiritual thing. So you will start to pray. You will start to do outreaches. You start to do follow-ups. You start to do visitation. You interact with the people. You relate with them. You care for them so that you can have people. But if it's not your vision to have a big percentage, just two or three, where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in their, also in their midst. Then you encourage yourself. Look, two or three gathered, we've passed that stage a long time ago. Yeah. Past that stage, it will map up a way for us to go. That's why I'm mapping up a way for us to go as a church. We want to see only Apache. You do Solin Sunday, this place is full. Then we hear that Popomeni is doing Solin Sunday. Then the tent is breaking, it's not enough. Yeah, then we hear that sweet waters. They are doing Solin Sunday, so they've gone to rent a community hall to do this. That's what we want to hear. That's what we want to hear. That is what we want to hear. The C12 or whatever you call it in UKZ10 is full. Now we've gone to, there's a bigger place called SU. We have to go and see it. Yeah, we are doing Swollen Sunday there, live and direct. Yeah, that should be our vision. It will map, look, it will map up a way for us to go. This thing of gathering the whole church it will be something we may have to do it maybe once a year. Yeah, maybe Good Friday, then we all go Royal Showgrounds. 
gather all our churches from everywhere. We go and say there are 2,000. Tell your neighbor 2,000. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It will map up a way for you to go. Number three. What's the third reason? The third reason is that what? Is the prophetic destiny of every church. A mega church or a big church is the prophet. God has already prophesied that the church must be big. The Bible says the glory of the latter house shall be greater than that of the former. So God is expecting that what we saw here on Sunday, a year from now, the church will make that Sunday thing look small. Yeah. It says the glory of the Lord. I mean, as time goes on, the glory gets more and more and it's brighter and brighter. It gets more glorious as time goes on. So it's the destiny of every church to start small. That's why we are not discouraged when we start. Our churches are 15, 10, 8. We are not discouraged. We press on. But the latter end, though thy beginnings be small, thy latter end should greatly increase. God expects the church to increase. God expects the choir to increase. God expects the ashes to, we should be able to be here and the ashes alone say that they are having a service, just ashes service and the place is full. Yeah. And the place is full. Unfortunately for us, our hall is not, we have seen that our hall is not that big. Yeah, our hall is not that big. So, two, three ministries should be able to have a conference here and their place is full. And then when you can say, are you, 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 which, which ministry are you in? Which basanta are you in? Oh, please, I'm in the prayer. No, 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 come next week. It's not your, it's like the service has a bouncer at the gate. A bouncer at the gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bouncing people who don't belong to that group. Yeah. But thy latter end should greatly increase. That, that, is, that is God's plan for the church. So if we don't have that plan, then our plan is different from God's plan. Yeah, it's different from God's plan. If we don't have that plan, then it's different. And then number four, I close with this one. No, we'll go through it next week. Today, we're having a family. No problem. The fourth reason is that the work stands undone. Surprisingly, the work stands undone. Why we must have a mega church? Because the work stands undone. Many pastors are deceived that we are doing a great work. But unfortunately, it's not true. And I'll show you in a few minutes. In 1996, the population of Peter Marisbeck was 495,000. 1996. How many years now? Thank you. Now, 400, let's just use it, okay, because that's what is available on Google. 495. If 500 people come to church, how many are not in church? 
in pastor, but you know that even here in Portamara, we are not the only church. I agree. No problem. Go out there. You'll be surprised to find out that we don't have so many churches with 500 members. Oh, yeah. Even the supposedly big churches in Marisburg. We've done this. is not the first time we did pastor's conference. The first one, we went from church to church. They don't have members. No, people are holding briefcases wearing crocodile shoes with no members. I mean, yellow suit, crocodile shoe, and a briefcase, no members. Yeah, they don't have members. Come for pastors' meetings, fraternities, and so on, and make big declarations, yet no members. But you less for the benefit of the doubt. Do you see? For the benefit of the doubt. Let's see the, how many churches do you think are in Peter Marysburg? Oh, let's give 100. 200. It's now 800,000. So how many churches? 200. You want us to work with 200? Oh, maybe let's even work with 500. I'm being generous. 500. Right? Let's, 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 that's a lot. Let's, let's assume that each church has 500 people. I'm being very generous, right? Each church has 500 people. Well, what do you get? 25,000? 250,000? No problem, no problem. Let's, for, because it's Tuesday and we are happy, let's add 50,000 to it. Or even make 100,000. Or make it 200,000. Add 200,000 to it, please. Let's round it up to 500,000. How many of you think that your pastor is very generous? To start with, we don't have 500 churches in Peter Marisburg. With members of five, we don't. Even in this city, I mean, if you go around, maybe you have about some four or five churches with this number that I'm talking about. But, I am assuming that Sweetwaters, you have 500 members. Um, the other guy, I'm yes. I'm being, and even in spite of that, I've, I've doubled the number down. So, invariably, what I'm saying is that there are 500 churches with 1,000 members each. In Peter Marisburg. Clap for Peter Marisburg, please. Clap, clap. We still have 300,000 people who are not saved. Whether they are the one you mentioned or they are on their way to hell. That's what it means. If you are not born again, you are on your way to hell. Whether they belong to another so-called religion or sect or group, they are on their way to hell. Yeah. So, to deceive ourselves that a small church is good is very wrong. Because all this, look, and I can tell you, if you look at, we may be like 100,000 out of the 700,000, out of the 800,000. So about 700,000 people are on their way to hell. And pastors are sitting in churches feeling very good and very powerful with 23 members. Yeah. 
because out of the 23 members, they have a keyboardist, they have a drummer, and then they have a prison worship leader. So the church feels very powerful in a small classroom when they sing, they are happy, and they have one broken speaker, but for 23 people, it's okay. So it's very powerful. And on Sunday, they can wear crocodile shoes and walk around. So it feels very solid. Yeah, and during the service, one of the ashes will come and polish the shoe. Wow. It's very great. But there are so many people. Look, Sunday, whilst we were here, all you needed to do was to go outside and see so many people just passing around, going nowhere on us. One of the most dreaded scenes in, in South Africa is a Sunday morning. The streets are empty. Nobody's going to church. Everybody's in their houses. Yeah. They are, some are papalas from the night before. Those you see in the street are trying to find their way home from last night. But due to their state, it's not easy for them to locate their place of abode. Yeah. So the work is not done. It's not time for us to clap for ourselves. There are so many people around in the city who are going to hell. We can't start clapping for ourselves. I'm sure all of us, all of, all of us have friends who are on their way to hell. Yeah. All of us have friends who are on their way to hell. That's why we can confidently say, look, so what it means is that the bigger the church the more of the work that has been done. That's all I'm saying. The bigger the church, the more the work that has been done. If we had churches in this, in this city with 10,000 members each, I mean 10,000 members each, even if you have 10 of them, that's just 100,000. Charlie, the work, eh? The work is great. You have no idea. There's so much to be, that's what I'm can, can you imagine 10 churches with 10, do you know 10,000? 10,000 members, which is 20 times the people who were here on Sunday in the church. Those type of churches, when you stand in the front, you can't see the people at the back. Even if we had 10 of them, that's just 100,000. Yeah. When you go to Popomeni, so many people. Look, as for township, they don't even start. On one street, you can have a church with 100 members. Just on one street. Because sometimes in one house, about 20 people live there. Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about even a short street. You have 14 houses this way, 14 houses this way. That's 28. 28 houses. Main house with flats and everything. 28 houses. If there are 20 people inside each house, that's about 560 people on the street. So if your church is only on that street and you have 100 members, you have still not done much because there are about 300 and 460 people who are not born again. One street. How many streets do you have in Sweetwaters? How many streets do you have in Woodlands? How many streets do we have in Eastwood? How many streets do we have in Cinderella? When I went to Cinderella with this man, the people are there. It's like Noah's Ark. Everybody's inside. Yeah. Everybody. 
everybody is inside, Cinderella. And we just went on about two streets. Look, when he drove me past this, I said, it's okay, let's go, because I'll become depressed. People. So if you have 50 people coming from Cinderella, well, well done, but it's not enough. What about the rest of the Cinderella's? What about the rest? What about the rest? So church of God, it's time for us to start working even more aggressively. And this is the time because we have seen what a little effort can do. That's why, that, that's why, it's actually because of last Sunday, that's why I'm preaching this thing from now. Last Sunday has shown us that a little effort from all of us, by the time we realize, ha, our churches are full, full, full. A little effort. So let's let last Sunday encourage us and let's press. UKZ10, you were coming with buses. A time should come if you we are doing an event and UKZ10 is coming. We are looking at 10, 20 buses. Yeah, 10, 20 buses. If not, why not? The people are there. How do you know that the people are there? When you guys go on Toy Toy, do you see the number of people running around? That's it. Rugby. Ten buses will go to Howard College. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to imagine how many people were at the Harry Guala place on Saturday night. Yeah. So, guys, let's roll up our sleeves. And let's get to the job. We are going to have mega churches here in Peter Marisbeck. Mega big churches in Peter Marisbeck. And we are going to be the laborers. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Well, lift your hands and just pray for yourself and tell the Lord as you are using the church to build, to win more souls and to gather more people. Use me. I am available. Lord, I'm available to you. Use me. 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 Maso pale kosi patakali. Rapatota leto skipalaba. Brandolobo skipantotale. Kandolebe. Rapandala baba, brandala baba, reandolobos ke pantatala le pakoto si pale. Rapadada brandala baba, brandoba. Lord, as you are using everyone, you are using the church. Use every single person under the sound of my voice. Equip us and use us. Equip us and use us. Equip us and use us. We avail ourselves to you. Use us to your glory. Use us to your glory, Lord. Use us to use everyone. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Use every hand that is lifted up, Lord. Use, use them. Use us, oh God, for your will. It's the most appropriate vision for us to have as a church. To grow the churches all over. So, Lord, we lift our hands in surrender and we say, use us to build your church in the name of Jesus.
Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. Thank you for a big church in Sweet Waters. Thank you for a big church in Popomini. Thank you for a big church in Woodlands. Thank you for a big church in UKZN. Thank you for a big church here in Apache. Thank you for a big church in Deban. Lord, use us to build, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.